Welcome to the Son of Rank podcast. This is podcast number two, and I am the Son of Rank. I'm actually pressed for time. I have to pack and board a plane in just a little bit because I have a job in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I'm going to be going through Denver, which has a blizzard coming. I am pressed for time now, but I may have a lot of time later. In the meantime, I'd like to talk about time. The thing about time is it's relative. And they mean that when they say it's relative. Your perception of time can have an awful lot to do with your feelings. If you're having a great time, it sure passes quickly. And vice versa, if I'm miserable, it just takes forever to be done with this whole thing. And this is actually time in the physical world, too. Time is relative. It's not actually real, according to a lot of people. If you think about it, time is an illusion because, according to Einstein... It is four dimensions of matter, and we only perceive three of them, with the fourth one being change. And that's the essence of time. The reason time can seem like it takes longer or seem like it takes shorter for us has a lot to do with our internal thought processes. The neurons that are firing and communicating and the cells that are firing and communicating back and forth and with each other are happening at the same time and one after another. It's like a huge crowd of people all talking with each other. They're back and forth conversations, but many of them going on at once. The more back and forth a conversation takes, the more time your thought process takes. And this is why a young person, and this I remember from my George Carlin skit, a young person will, little life experiences, something will go in and bounce right back out. There's not a lot to compare it to, so, okay, I have the answer. And somebody older who's had an awful lot of experiences and an awful lot of knowledge and uh, etc. is going to find that it comes in and there's a more detailed map that goes on. And another reason that time is uh, perceived differently by different people is because we rebuild our worlds inside of our head. If uh, something happens outside the world, it takes a split second for our rebuilding the world inside of us to register that, and then our conscious selves reacts to that, the rebuild in our head. We are not actually seeing outside of our eyes and hearing outside of our ears. That's all being compiled by our subconscious and then presented to us like a great close encounter movie show, an interactive game. But our physical bodies are out there and we only get one life. I don't think there are any green mushrooms out there. I'm not going to eat one if I find one anyway, so... So if you're older and you have a lot more life experiences, you're also going to find that the detailed map that your subconscious creates inside of you is going to be more complex as well. And this means that you can make better decisions based on it, but it will take more time because there's more now that you have to consider and compare to. Time itself really is an illusion, but it is it does have one essential part that I'd like to... Um, bring up, and that is there is something consistent universally about time that we can use to measure its inconsistency, why it's faster or slower depending on a gravitational well or, you know, your velocity as the speed of light. And this is actually the speed of light. No matter how fast or how slow you go, the speed of light is the same. This concept of the speed of light, which is 186,393 miles per second, or close to 300,000 kilometers per second, although that's a little bit rounded. I like miles because I'm American. The concept of it has to do with velocity and distance. It is how much time it takes for the light 
to travel in a year. That, of course, would be in a vacuum. If, like, say, a photon was leaving the sun, it'd probably take a million years for it to leave from the center of the sun, bouncing off of every atom on the way out. Although once it's cleared of the uh, photosphere, I'm sure it would only take about eight minutes to reach the Earth, although it's quite considerably more of a difference distance. The reason why this time, the speed of light is always consistent is because everything else changes for it. It is the one universal consistent thing of the universe. If anything, anything is more consistent, I couldn't think of it. The speed of light is like your ground zeros, your zero point reference, the center of your graph. And you can use this to then understand the uh, concept of Einstein's space, which is that time is one of four dimensions of space, not three. And this has funny effects. The other side of the equation, E equals mc squared, is energy equals matter times the speed of light times itself. The speed of light, of course, having distance and the perception of time divorced from matter. When they're put together, time doesn't exist. It's on the left side of the equation. It's just an E. So before, or right you know, before the Big Bang, that point of light beforehand, there is no time. There's no way you can get to it. It's not a beginning of the universe. It is just the boundary of the fourth dimension. It looks like a beginning because it's like when you look through one end of the telescope or look through the other end of the telescope. We're looking at a four-dimensional event in our three-dimensional universe through three dimensions, which is why we're having a difficult time conceiving of it. And I actually enjoy this stuff so much, I don't know why I threw this in, but... Well, maybe it's because I'm kind of distracted while I'm going through the motions here. The concept of time has a lot to do also with your um, own personality. You can change the concept of time. You can make it feel like events are happening slower to, so that you have more time to go through it. But these are the kind of mental disciplines that one needs to take, like when they want to clear their mind, when they want to be able to... Uh, devoid themselves of emotions at an extremely emotional time. And these are things you need to practice. The one thing that can help you with your perception of time and give you more time to work on stuff, and I hate to say this, this takes time, is to take time and, well, they call it meditating, but I just say, clear your mind. The one thing we don't have now is time to clear our minds. We have that phone, we have that TV. Everywhere we go, media is begging for our attention because it has things to sell. And it doesn't give us a time we need to digest our thoughts, to digest the events, and to put them in order inside our health, ourselves, to give ourselves a chance to catch up with the world. So one of the ways that we can get a better sense of not feeling rushed and feeling like we have a better sense of time and less urgency is to stop what we're doing and take the time to just have nothing. Just no music, no sound. Maybe the sound of like running water could be good or a fireplace. And there are some musics that don't challenge you you could probably have in the background. But really what you want to do is clear your mind. This is very helpful. It's like fasting mentally. And if you can keep no thoughts there, no feelings, just stay blank for a little bit and still and hold it, even for a couple of minutes, it can be helpful when you're in a tough situation. 
if you can hold it for 20 minutes, it's better than a night of rest in many cases. And this is the essence of what I want to tell you before I go, is take time. Take time for living. You know, my favorite quote about time is from Groucho Marx. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. I'll see you next week.